0: SECTION 3 OF MODERN RUSSIAN POETRY, AN ANTHOLOGY, SELECTED AND TRANSLATED BY Babette Deutsch AND AVRAM YARMOLINSKY. THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. RECORDING BY KEVIN DAVIDSON. FYODOR TUCHEF, 1803-1873. WAS REDISCOVERED BY THE MODERNS AND HAILED AS THE GREAT FORERUNNER they found in his mentality and sensibility, as well as in his technique, elements foreign to classic normalcy, and akin to their own anguished metaphysics and aesthetics. The two hundred short lyrics, which are all the original poetry he has left us, exhibit the organic coherence and ordered beauty which belong to fine lyric art. The originality of his poems consists, in that both man's routine passions and nature's passionless routine are sensed in ultimate cosmic terms chiuchef's career could not be inferred from his poetry this was the by-product of a long and largely conventional life he was a sedate bureaucrat in the diplomatic service a position which kept him in munchen the german athens during his best years he proved the happiness of his marriage to a bavarian aristocrat by marrying again shortly after her death when he was on the shady side of fifty his career was seriously injured by a liaison with his daughter's teacher during the last twenty years of his life he acted as censor a position for which his political views eminently fitted him he believed in autocracy and he prophesied that orthodox russia at the head of the united slavs would be the sacred ark riding the waves of the Western Revolutionary Deluge. Twilight Soft the dove-hued shadows mingle, color fades, sound droops to sleep. Life and motion melt to darkness, swaying murmurs far and deep. But the night-moth's languid flitting stirs the air invisibly, O, the hour of wordless longing i in all and all in me twilight tranquil brooding twilight course through me serene and smooth quiet languid fragrant twilight flood all depths all sorrows soothe every sense in dark and cooling self-forgetfulness immerse grant that i may taste extinction in the dreaming universe as oceans stream as oceans stream girdles the ball of earth from circling seas of dream man's life emerges and as night moves in silence up the firth the secret tide around our mainland surges the voice of urgent water softly sounds The magic skiff uplifts white wings of wonder. The tide swells swiftly, and the white sail rounds, Where the blind waves in shoreless darkness thunder. And the wide heavens, starred and luminous, Out of the deep in mystery aspire. The strange abyss is burning under us, And we sail onward, and our wake is fire. Silentium BE SILENT, HIDDEN, AND CONCEAL WHATE'ER YOUR DREAM, WHATE'ER YOU FEEL. OH, LET YOUR VISIONS RISE AND DIE WITHIN YOUR HEART'S UNFATHOMED SKY, LIKE STARS THAT TAKE NIGHT'S DARKENED ROOT. ADMIRE AND SCAN THEM, AND BE MUTE. THE HEART WAS BORN DUMB. WHO CAN SENSE ITS TREMORS RECONDITE AND TENSE? AND WHO CAN HEAR ITS SILENT CRY? A thought, when spoken, is a lie. Uncovered springs men will pollute, Drink hidden waters, and be mute. Your art shall inner living be, The world within your fantasy. A kingdom is that waits its saul, The outer din shall still its call. Days glare its secret suns confute, O quaff its singing, and be mute." Autumn Evening. The light of autumn evenings seems a screen, some mystery with tender glamour muffling. The trees in motley, cloaked in eerie sheen, the scarlet leaves that languid airs are ruffling. The still and misty azure, vaguely far, above the earth that waits her orphan sorrow, and bitter winds in gusty vagrants are forerunners of a bleak, storm-driven morrow. The woods are waning, withered is the sun, earth shows the smile of fading, meekly tender as the high shyness of a suffering one in noble reticence of sad surrender. July 14, at night Not yet cooled the windless night of July shone strangely still. Earth lay dim, and fitful light in the skyey, storm filled height trembled over field and hill. So might lidded eyes unclose, and between vast lashes burn, glances flaming and morose over earth's remote repose, mute as lightning, swift and stern. O thou, my wizard soul, O thou, my wizard soul, o heart that whelming agony immerses the threshold of two universes, in cleaving these tears thee apart, and so two alien worlds are thine, thy day of morbid, passionate living, thy sleep, vague revelation's giving of spirit secret and divine then let the tortured bosom beat with fatal passion and vagary the soul is fain even as mary to cling forever to christ's feet nikolai nekrasov 1821 to 1877 nekrasov's literary career began with a series of prose pot-boilers written while he was starving in st petersburg he had come to this city as a boy of 17 in 1838 to follow the military profession against the will of his father a brute of an Oberau, the young man preferred the university to the army and was forthwith thrown on his own resources a penniless hack he became before long a popular poet and a thriving publisher of two of the greatest radical monthlies in russia as a child he had heard the bitter songs of the volga barge towers in the capital he had lived with filth and famine he introduced these elements into his work, yet, though he suffered with the people in his poems, he enjoyed his prosperity, in spite of ethical scruples. His work is marked with a strong social and civic preoccupation. He declared that his interest interfered with his poetry. As a matter of fact, his muse of vengeance and wrath was an uncertain creature. He threw untransmuted into his poetry the raw stuff of satire and feuilleton, of parody and pamphlet. At his best, he can move the reader with his stinging pity and his passionate self-scorn. He is perhaps chiefly remembered by his epic, Who Lives Happily in Russia?, which holds in its vast frame the very essence of the misery and the thwarted vigor of the Russian peasant. The Capitals Are Rocked with Thunder The Capitals are rocked with thunder of orators in wordy feuds but in the depths of Russia yonder an age-old awful silence broods. Only the wind in wayside willows, coming and going, does not cease, and cornstalks touch in curving billows the earth that cherishes and pillows through endless fields of changeless peace. My Poems, Witnesses of Unavailing My Poems witnesses of unavailing tears for the sad earth shed born in the moment when the soul is failing and by the storm winds bred against men's hearts you beat with wistful wailing like waves on cliffs as dead the salt song from who can live happily in russia god's will be done no food he'll try the youngest son Look, he will die. A crust I got, another bit, he touched it not. Put salt on it. Of salt, no shred, no pinch, I see. Take flour instead, God whispered me. Two bites, or one, his mouth he pouts. The little son, more salt, he shouts. The bit appears again, all floured, and wet with tears it was devoured. The mother said she'd saved her dear, salt was the bread. How salt the tear. End of section three. Recording by Kevin Davidson. W W W. dot Com.